0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to this Argus Media podcast episode discussing the impact of the Russia-Ukraine conflict on FSU sulfur flows to export markets and the impact on the Mediterranean and North African regions. I'm Maria Mosquera, the editor of Argus Sulfur, and with me today is my colleague sulfur reporter Beatrice O'Kelly. Since the outbreak of the Russia-Ukraine crisis over a year ago and the resulting sanctions against Russia, Sulfur exports from the region have also been impacted, despite not being directly sanctioned. Both the flows of Russian-origin sulfur, as well as to a lesser extent Kazakh sulfur coming out to export markets via Russian rail and seaports, have been impacted. Initially, the impact was on shifting trade flows with some usual importers of FSU tons, such as Morocco and Brazil, moving to supply from other origins and pulling away from either Russian origin or in some cases also from FSU origin business. This had the knock-on impact of a larger price delta emerging with lower prices for Russian origin tons in particular. This has been equally the reflection of a smaller pool of buyers now trading in the product due to the political and business risk, as well as higher costs for vessels willing to engage in the business and financing arrangements having altered. This business is often subject to higher costs as well, as many usual banks and insurers have stopped facilitating the business. Russian export supply has also been constrained in volume terms, something that is set to continue. However, the lower price has attracted some buyers at a time when fertiliser sales have been sluggish and raw material and energy costs often high. Can you talk to us a bit on the impact of this in the Mediterranean and North Africa in recent months, Bea?
1: Thanks, Maria. Yes. So if we look back to November, no Russian product was being exported or sold, a result of an export licensing process put in place in Russia. The process for obtaining an export license was unclear and Russian tons were not being sold to Turkey or Egypt, the two countries in the region that are able to buy Russian product. Russian suppliers appealed to authorities for further clarity as sulfur was stockpiled in warehouses. But at the end of last year, so sort of December time, this process was clarified and Russia began exporting sulfur to a strong Mediterranean market. Prices were delivered to sell for delivered silver tons to the Mediterranean rose as high as the $190 a tonne CFR in December. Egypt started buying tons that loaded from Usluga, and Turkey started buying tons that loaded from Black Sea ports. But these were all priced at a discount to mainstream terms, from usual supplies in the Mediterranean, such as Greece, Italy, Spain, and Turkey. So Russian was pricing it cheaper. But this weighed on price ideas in the region, and prices have been falling since. Prices for delivered silver tons in the Mediterranean dropped into the $120 a tonne CFR last week. The influx of Russian tons has added supply and diluted the market. And as more supply was coming in, demand from fertilizer producers also dropped. Maria, would you like to talk about
0: this in more detail? Sure, thanks, Vee. Phosphate fertilizer pricing has been eroding with a lack of seasonal demand and while at the end of last year sulfur pricing was still able to move upwards against softer DAP and MAP price trends due to new demand emerging from metals buyers in Indonesia in particular, the trend has been more downcast against a seasonally low fertilizer market towards the end of the first quarter this year. Despite the higher quotas for fertilizer exports from China set for this year, Chinese sulfur demand is subdued as the domestic season draws to a close for the spring and the export market presents a slow with unattractive pricing. Other fertilizer producers, with Morocco a notable example, also have opted to operate at lower rates while fertilizer demand is low, releasing tons to the spot market through reduced contract buying. Downward factors weighing on sulfur pricing are also high phosphate rock prices, increasing DAP and MAP production costs for many buyers, the downcast macroeconomic picture affecting downstream industries and high inflation and interest rates impacting on financing costs for business. Some markets such as India have also seen high imports of Russian crude oil at lower costs, increasing local sulfur production, as well as benefiting from Russian DAP imports at a lower cost compared to other origins. This has also had a negative impact on sulfur demand and prices. The weak sulfuric acid market has also displaced some sulfur buying recently, with some Indonesian buyers turning to acid imports over sulfur as an attractively priced option in the latter half of the first quarter. So we have this backdrop of sluggish demand and lower cost supply from Russia that has weighed on sulfur pricing in the Mediterranean and North Africa. Freight rates also coming up has had an additional impact on netbacks more crucially, impacting FOB rather than CFR in the current market balance. B, what have you been seeing in the Mediterranean rates for small vessels at the beginning of the year?
1: So freight rates in the Mediterranean actually have firmed in the last few months for smaller cargos carrying less than 10,000 tons, which has further impacted netbacks from suppliers. Um, the demand for vessels to carry grain to the Ukraine grain corridor has limited vessels available to carry sulphur. What is interesting is what's happening at Black Sea Ports. The ports that load product shipped to Turkey, which is one of the buyers that can import Russian sulphur tons in the Mediterranean. Loading from Black Sea Ports has been heavily delayed amid the military conflict, with other products taking priority to be loaded and discharged from the ports. There is a lack of available vessels to carry sulphur into the Mediterranean, and there are also various financing and insurance challenges for Russian vessels that have added to delays. Seasonal bad weather has not helped either. Rail capacity to get product to arrive at these ports has also been heavily congested, leading to an increase in potential costs on demurrage with vessels waiting to load all cargo. Particularly product coming in from Kazakhstan and Turkmenistan to the region while the barging corridor has been closed, subject to the railing delays. There's also been an increase in bunker fuel costs that are lifting the price of freight across all routes. In terms of the outlook for the next few weeks from the FSU region, with prices coming to reach a price floor, this may mean some suppliers start to store products rather than sell. Would you like to talk more about this, Maria?
0: While the phosphate fertiliser market remains subdued early in the second quarter and the macroeconomic picture is downcast, a price floor for sulphur is likely to come, not just from an expected seasonal demand pickup later in the quarter for phosphate fertiliser, but also with some product being removed from the market where netbacks turn negative. Interestingly for FSU export supply, the delta is narrowing on supply from different origins, as Russian sulfur export volumes are expected to reduce below a certain price point with the option to store and block product while the economics are not supportive. This is also something we expect to impact Turkmen and Uzbek product, with inland freight costs high and no pressure to keep product moving as exports, leading to more stockpiling. However, other high-cost supply sources such as Kazakhstan are expected to keep product moving as exports despite poor fundamentals, with penalties in place on environmental grounds for piling excess sulfur production on sites. This is leading the difference between Russian and Kazakh for price levels narrowing from the Baltic. Some additional crushed lump product flows from Kashagan to Morocco are also expected to display some granular product this year. Meanwhile, Black Sea export flows are expected to continue seeing bottlenecks and increased risks maintaining higher costs while the conflict is ongoing. The opening of the barging route via the Volga Don that usually comes in April is expected to increase flows via this route to some extent, though a repeat of last year when no Russian tons were barged to Black Sea ports is quite possible, leaving the route mainly for smaller volume shipments. Meanwhile, Black Sea export flows are expected to continue seeing bottlenecks and increased risks maintaining higher costs while the conflict is ongoing. The opening of the barging route via the Volga-Don that usually comes in April is expected to increase flows via this route to some extent. Though repeat of last year when no Russian tons were barged to Black Sea ports is quite possible, leaving the route mainly for the smaller volume shipments. That's a very small update on the current sulfur situation. Thank you very much for listening to this Argus Media podcast and for more information on our sulfur price reporting and outlook services, please visit our website www.argusmedia.com forward sus fertilizes. Thank you.